Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. record these too far out. And I feel like even in saying that people are like, what do you mean this isn't live to tape? And I just, we, what? I just think we record them and then they're released then the following Wednesday. But like things are moving at such a neck breaking pace lately. I, I feel like I'm missing something. Like people are going to listen. They're going to be like, oh my God, why is she not talking about, about abortion? And like, the answer is because it's always going to be awful. So I never, Podcasts evergreen. are not, the place for immediate response. Okay. You don't have a daily podcast. Go do that on Twitter. This is no, you're like, you got to get it ready. You're like, you want a daily podcast, go over radio show. (laughs) You are, and you're too busy. We can't, we have to get them banked. What if you suddenly get called in to go hang out with Jane Fonda? She needs you for a protest. We have, we, we need to leave some time. I just think we should do them a little bit closer. Like it could be Monday for the following Wednesday. I have Monday free. I have a separate job from this. Okay, but this isn't about you. This is about me, and I try to not work on Mondays for mental health reasons. Um, then why would you want to work? Because I work on this weekends, is... by the way. That's why. Before you well, fucking you cancel me and tell me to check my privilege, mm, I work really hard. You work um, all the time. I will say someone has a thought of what they want this podcast to be in the openings. Would you like to hear the preferred opening style? Sure. I'm sorry. Who's this from? And why are we? A commenter. Okay. Mummy likes to lift and run said, I missed you and Emily arguing about something you said you liked and forgetting about it. And Emily trying to remind you while you insist she's making it up. I was hoping that would become a regular start to the show. Well, we are not short on things that I can't remember that I remember. Uh, Emily was wrong about that. The thing that it was, it was like a movie, but then there was something else that you were like, I, rem- I might have been wrong about the other thing, but I wasn't wrong about book club. You're wrong about a lot of things. I'll tell you. I mean, whatever. I'm sorry. I don't remember like a movie that I watched like half awake on like a Delta flight to like Tallahassee. Um, I just think I, I always want to be like the bearer of like positivity, but like things are bad and they're just getting kind of, it's not so much that they're getting worse, but like the density of the worseness is worsening, which I guess means they're getting worse. Like... My mom was like, oh, she some it was she was like, I'm listening to this book on Audible. And I was like, I just need it to not be every time I talk to you, tell me about Audible, which is great. <laughs> and Girl Logic is on there and all things aside will be an audio book. But like she was like, I'm reading, I'm reading the audio about the 1619 project. I go, I hear you, and that's so great for you. Everything is so bad right now. Like, you'll pardon me if I don't want to like take my extra time to hear about like the actual true atrocities of slave ships. Like I just, I need a a bit. I need a break for a second. Here's some light Holocaust reading. It's too much. It's just like the endless trauma of things that have happened in the past, things that are currently happening, the future of our planet. So that's why we're here for this podcast to really dig into the minutia of breaking up with your best friend and uh, give you some laughs. Um, But we got the, we got the answers. God, I wish I had like some crazy story. I wish I could just be like, and because I don't want to be like, my baby did the funniest thing. Wait, you're sitting there saying, you don't have anything to talk about. You were on Jimmy Kimmel this week. You taped something with Gene Fonda and Lily Tomlin. Like, what more do you want from the week? (laughs) I want like Thursday. I want something really salacious to have happened to a neighbor. 
so I can be like, oh. listen to what she did. Like, that's the delicious stuff. Like, I will stop a conversation with my husband at dinner to like listen into someone else's shit talking. I will tell you this. Uh, I was scheduled to be on with Jimmy Kimmel and Tom Cruise. And then Jimmy Kimmel day of got COVID. I was like, glad he said that before I put on hair and makeup. So it was Mike Birbiglia and Mike Myers was the first guest. So I barged into his dressing room, Mike Myers. And I was like, I have to meet you. I almost cried. And then I went to the rap party for the Pentaveret the next day. And I walked up to him and we had a lovely chat. I asked him about process. I said, you were so good as Steve Rubell in Studio 54. Any more drama coming up? I talked about his Scottish voice. I said, I've seen everything you've ever done. Okay, I didn't see the love guru, but like I've seen everything else. I remember Sprockets from SNL. Okay, of course you did. Anyways, he was a lovely man. Very Canadian, very sweet, very self-deprecating. And uh, that's what I did. Yeah, I think that's a pretty solid week. Yeah, it's good. Did my own show, did the show. Anyways, um, but you know, we want juicy things. Do you have any juice about taking your baby to the Great White North? Uh, No, nobody wants to hear that my baby was an absolute saint on the plane and we dressed her like a little lamb and I took her for coffee and she was a good girl and then she fell asleep in the stroller. She was great. And the crib that they provide you with at this allegedly nice hotel, which wasn't, I'm not going to say the name of it. I will tell you it's in Cambridge. Um, It was like a fake, it was like a jail cell from like the 1930s. It was like the prison (laughs) you'd put a cartoon baby in. (laughs) It was so bad. Anyway, um, it's really good. Boston was en fuego per usual. And uh, let's get into some juicy details of other people's lives. Okay. Hey, everyone, here's the deal. A coworker told me and another coworker we were going to be bridesmaids in her wedding along with four childhood besties. Me and the bride went through some drama last year, so I decided I didn't want to be in the bridal party. However, other coworker is now having a lot of doubts about being included as a bridesmaid. She told me she feels out of place and that she isn't comfortable with being included in that way. The wedding is in September. What is your best betches advice slash etiquette for a bridesmaid dropping out? Reminder, the bride never asked or did a cute proposal thing. Not that that's required. Please help. Wait, if she never asked, how do you, is it just telepathy? Maybe she just told them you're going to be a bridesmaid. Uh, I guess the question is how long have you, that's all, that's weird. I need more info, but, but I also don't. How long have you been committed to this? When did you drop out? What was her reaction when you did? So they said, okay, the coworker told them they were going to be bridesmaids. And then me and the bride went through some drama last year. So I decided I didn't want to be in the bridal party. So sometime prior, so early last year or the year before, she said, you're a bridesmaid. And then they fought. This girl dropped out and the other girl's like, if you're not doing it, I don't want to do it. I don't think it matters. I don't think... You're asking not if it's okay. You're asking how. I think honesty and directness is the best because you don't want to equivocate and be like, I mean, is there a way I could just do half or just go... She doesn't want to. I'd be interested to know the reason she doesn't want to. She's saying she doesn't feel comfortable, but like, it also feels like this... You guys, they aren't that close. So she just needs to pull her aside and be like, hey, the truth is like, it's a big responsibility. I've seen, you know, it involves throwing parties, contacting people. And I'm just kind of not comfortable. I would, I understand. You'd be like, I don't even care if I go to the wedding, you know? You have to be okay with her not being okay with it. And the the truth is, you're already not doing it. Like, she's going to give her the courtesy. Like, just like the bride let her in on the courtesy of, hey, you're a bridesmaid. Now the bridesmaid's giving her the courtesy of like, hey, I'm not doing this. I'm going to let you know, but I'm not doing it anyway. Just say it. Yeah. It's a big commitment. And I think it's great that you have your like childhood friends. And so I'd love to support you and be there for you on your special day. But like, I don't really know the girls and it's a lot of time to spend to do it appropriately. Or just lie. I'm going, we're buying a house for our great Dane. There's nothing wrong. You know what? The, the world is ending. So fucking tell as many lies as you can. No one's going to check <laughs> you on it. Everything is so fucking insane. So... <laughs> But I say, just be direct because what's the worst that could happen? She's like, fine. You're not a bridesmaid. And you're like, good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She'll be fine. She has four other ones. It's not like it's just you two. I'll never get asked to be a bridesmaid. I'm like 39. Like, who's asking me to do that? I'm sorry. I barely ever did it. I I did it once. I have a... Certain people just all... I have a friend who's been a bridesmaid, I feel like, at least 27 times, like the film. And I feel like certain people just... Are, are a magnet for that. I think if you go to, like if you're in a sorority or if you have like a ton of girlfriends and I think also the younger you are, like the closer you are with those women, you know, 
at this point, if someone asked me, I'd be like, oh, I didn't realize we were that close. Sure, I'll help you out. <laughs> I'll make that lineup more fun. But uh, don't ask. Hi, Eliza, longtime fan and listener of the podcast. I need advice about my neighbor. I live in an apartment complex that has private small yards attached to them. My neighbor keeps throwing their trash into <gasps> our yard. I know it's them because I believe there are three single guys in this apartment and their yard is trashed. Oh. How do I go about this? Do I ask the apartment complex to send them a note? Do I go directly to the source and tell them to grow up and keep their shit out of my yard? I honestly don't care that their yard is trash, but for some reason they throw it in my backyard. I believe it's their brains not being fully developed and they were never taught how to keep things clean. P.S. They're also trashing the stairwell of the apartment. The halls, but coffee has been spilt everywhere. Gatorade bottles, Pringle cans are sprawled in the stairwell. I know it's them because that's the same trash that's in their yard. Any advice would be great. I know it's them because it's Gatorade bottles and only like trashy <laughs> dudes drink Gatorade. Um, at, Okay, your yard... Look, I don't know if you live alone. And honestly, like sometimes young men can be absolute fucking animals. Like they'll just be horrible. Like how dare a woman inhibit our fun? I went through this my freshman year at KU. The guys who lived on our hall would blare their speakers. And they, one of them physically like put his hands on me when I said, can you please not, my walls are shaking. He threw me into a wall. His name was Matt. I will never forget it. And I will never forget his face. And if I ever see him, I will lose my mind. I won't say the last name because I don't want to get doxxed. Um, actually, I don't care. I just, I don't want to get canceled. That's all I'm worried about now. Not anyone else's safety. Um, so there's that. There's also the version where they're just like unaware. Is it that they're throwing their garbage bags or just like they finish, they toss like a cup? Loose, you know what? Trash. I, I wonder if it's just, they just throw everything out their window and some uh, of it goes into the Yeah, yard. it could. There's a version where somehow it just blows over. You do the adult thing. You go over and you're like, hey guys, and so, so I live next door. What are like, try to, you know, Sometimes guys, when they're in like a clump, if they're already animals that were raised by other animals, they'll get like extra aggressive. But there is the version where like they're just nice guys that like to party and they didn't mean to. That being said, if they're doing it when they're drunk, they probably will still keep doing it. Hi, it goes into my yard. I just, is there, if, is there a way to keep this from happening? Don't equivocate. Don't back down. Who cares if they think you're a bitch? But the stairways have you got to contact the building manager because you did not sign up for this. I think the problem here is you can only do one or the other because if you go and talk to them and contact the building manager, they're going to know you're the one that complained about the stairway. So I wonder if complaining about the stairway first, see what happens, see if it they wind up having to clean up their entire act because probably the apartment complex doesn't Tried want that. their okay. backyard full of garbage. I like, And then yeah. next step in a couple months when they've forgotten about the stairwells, you go over there and say, I like please keep your garbage. How you and I had like the same advice, but just reverse. Because I was like, look, go. Because my concern is her yard. She'd be like, hey, please stop throwing trash in my yard. Like I have a dog or just, you don't have to lie. <laughs> I have a rat. Um, and then I was going to say, and then if they don't do it, then it can be the manager's like, hey, what about the stairs? But regardless, your money is just as good as theirs. And this is not what you signed up for. Yeah. But I just vote go over there. Because like, what if they really don't mean to, or they don't know you live there? Because sometimes men only realize like what's in there. The amount of male comics I've had fully knock into me like, oh, I, I didn't see you. Sometimes guys have their heads so far up their fucking asses. They're like, I didn't realize another human mattered. We'll yeah, I would just say, if you go over there, don't then immediately wrap yes, them out can't to the apartment manager. Just be like, hey, guys, you could always say, just be like, hey, guys, your garbage is coming is going in my yard. I want you to have garbage. I just can't have my yard. Is there a, is there a cool <laughs> way we can deal with this? Like, how do we make this cool? And then I guarantee there'll be personality. They'll be like, okay. Like, they'll make it like you're being a Karen. It's just part of being, listen to me, part of being a woman who doesn't love being urinated on is that people are going to hate you. <laughs> So take our advice yeah. one way or the other, but I vote you talk to them because there is a version where they're decent, but it's probably not going to happen. Or they're just young and really dumb. In which case, can you just throw the trash over and more trash? So yeah, start throwing all your trash in their yard. Perfect. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, okay.
I'm busy. And this time of year gets even busier. I've had my baby. I'm back to work. I'm at meetings. I'm on tour. I'm running around. And I don't always have time to sit down for a meal with my family. Sometimes I get home from set so late and I just need to eat something nutritious and go to bed. And that's why I like Factors fresh, never frozen meals because they're dietitian approved and they're ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy I am, and I'm busy, I always have time to get a nutritious, great tasting meal. Factor has over 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. So I never get bored. I'm trying to do less meat in general and they have wonderful vegan and veggie options. I just made a vegan mushroom marsala and I made an onion risotto. Just because you're eating vegetarian doesn't mean you can't eat deliciously. It had roasted garlic green beans. It was scrumptious. Head to factormeals.com slash Eliza50 and use code Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Eliza50 at factormeals.com slash Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. I do think there's something to be said for ordering something of quality and every once in a while getting a nice package in the mail with a product that you're going to own for a long time. Let me tell you about Bolin Branch's signature sheets because they're the perfect way to start upgrading your sleep, your room, the look of your room because they're designed to feel incredible for all sleepers. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton. These sheets feel buttery soft yet super breathable and they're perfect for warmer summer months ahead. We have a house that we go to in the summer and I got all Bolin Branch sheets for the beds because we're having a lot of guests this year and I want them to feel like they're at a nice bed and breakfast that they didn't have to pay for. Bolin Branch sheets are free from toxins like synthetic pesticides, formaldehyde. I bet you didn't know that was in your sheets. And their signature sheets come in 14 versatile colors and they come in sizes from twin all the way up to California King. And Bolin Branch has a 30-night worry-free guarantee, which means you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them for any reason, you can send them right back with free returns on all U.S. orders. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Go to bowlandbranch.com slash Eliza for 15% off your first sheet set, plus free shipping. That's Bowl and Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com slash Eliza for 15% off. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Well, it's finally happening. The weather is finally getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to the jackets and cozy sweaters we've been hibernating in all winter. And it's time to say hello, bonjour, to shorts and t-shirts. And if you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. I talk about Quince a lot because I really believe in a sustainable capsule wardrobe. And there's no reason you can't have a sustainable, timeless wardrobe for every season. And Quince has got you covered with premium linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable, silk tops, hello. And the best part is all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Dressing well shouldn't break the bank. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Look well. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Eliza for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza. Hi, Liz and Emily. My roommate put me onto your podcast and it's the highlight of our Wednesdays. Thanks for making this broke college girl laugh. So question. question. I'm going to my senior year of college and currently live with three other girls. Two of them are my best friends and we get along great, but the other one really seems to hate us and we're not fond of her either. Wait, for reference. those, I'm sorry. This is your best friend? No, so one girl lives with three other girls. Okay, and they, they're Two all of friends. Them are, right. Three of them are all friends. One is not friends. Okay, not cool. There's a fourth that's Got it. there. I've been that girl. Got it. For reference, myself and another girl are athletes, so we never party or stay up late, and the third girl doesn't go out at all either. However, one Friday night, we had our boyfriends over, total of six people in the house, and had some drinks and played cards. At 10.30 p.m., the other roommate stormed into the living room and turned down our music and threw a fit. She had nothing until 10 a.m. the next day. She also refuses to pitch in to buy salt, pepper, oil, or other house needs. Also, she has her own vacuum that she hides from us and then accused us of stealing when she lost it. She's also broken three of our blenders and refused to buy new ones. She disagrees politically with all of us, which is totally fine, but she tends to 
throw things back in our face and make everyone uncomfortable. There are so many other things, but that would take too long. You're like, she question, insisted that she, she's a bridesmaid in my wedding. How do I dress her? <laughs> she insisted that she re-sign the lease with us for senior year. Not sure she has anyone else to live with, but things have been getting progressively worse. We've had house meetings about this with no change, and she only talks behind our backs about our issues and never voices her concerns. Simply put, are we the assholes if we kick her out or do we have to keep her? No, you definitely don't have to keep her. This girl sounds like, this is going to sound bad. Like it, it sounds like she's very protective over her monetary resources, over her money. And, and I get that. I get that in college because you haven't, something tells me, I mean, look, I don't know what kind of money you guys have or if any, but it seems like she doesn't have much. So she's protective over it. She doesn't feel included because she's not included. You don't like her. And it's yeah. clear. Um, I'm guessing if you're all living together and it's a college town, she can probably find somewhere else to live. You can just sit down with her and just be like, here's the thing. It doesn't seem like you're happy here either. I do think you're vilifying her a little bit. I also think I'm getting the sense that like you're very liberal and she's not. I'm not that I'm interested in like the malformed opinion, liberal or conservative from like a college student. But all the way you're describing her, these things definitely permeate the way you treat her. So just be like, I don't think this is a good fit. I don't think you're liking it either. So I don't think any of us want to live together. I think she yeah, doesn't want to do the work to find somewhere else. Of course, imagine you're in your room and all of your roommates and all of their boyfriends are having fun and drinking and playing cards and laughing and you're just in your room alone. Like that's not, you're not having a good time. Of course she's not like happy. And also- how do you lose a vacuum? Did you guys take that vacuum? How did she break three blenders? She yeah. sounds like she has very bad luck. Something's <laughs> going on. Something's like something's weird here. I feel like there's it was maybe bad from the jump. You probably got her as a roommate because like you just needed a fourth. It seemed like it would be cool. But this is life. Like this is real life. As an adult, you get a roommate. Turns out they suck. Like this is part of coexisting and cohabitating with someone. I feel like you need to have a family meeting, like put it all out and be like, there are three of us. There's one of you. Are you willing to, it, it, I don't think you're totally innocent here. I have to be honest. And, you know, you're like, we're athletes. Maybe there's like a little bit of a jock mentality. I could be wrong. And by the way, like, you don't want a roommate that sucks, but like put it out there and be like, here are the facts. Because I think we're looking at it like we're making her a total villain or she's a bitch. Like she's a crazy person. I just wonder if you got to know her a little better or the other side is you don't need to. So sit down and put it all out. Is she in there like using all the salt and pepper and oil or does she just completely do her own thing and you want her to contribute to the household stuff that you guys all use? But like, also, like, I'm sorry, it's it's not that expensive. And I think I get that it sucks that she doesn't contribute, but also like, what if the girl has no money or she doesn't come from an environment where she, you don't know how to live with people at that age. You just don't. I mean, I mm. definitely was not a cool roommate. I definitely broke something and then was like, it's not my fault. Like you're just young. Your frontal cortex doesn't even develop. So sit down, hash it out. Best case scenario, she becomes cool. Worst case scenario, you all confirm that you don't like each other anyway and you don't have to live with each other. Yeah. But there's no reason yeah, to tiptoe. It seems like it seems like because she was randomly assigned to you, can't she be randomly assigned to other people? Like is the college gonna make you take her because oh. you've been with her for a year? That okay. doesn't seem right. It seems like you should be able to say... No, none of us want to live with her. And just, you I can mean, just say to her, like, it's not a good fit. Like, we don't do the same things. We all, you know, she definitely feels ganged up on. So yeah. try to come to her with like, look, we'd love to make this work. But here's the vibe of this house. Are you down? We're just telling. I, mean, I don't know. I didn't we realize. We share it was salt and we, we play yeah. cards. Getting a little nitpicky there. But also, I didn't realize it was a college. I thought it was like an apartment. That you like just I found. mean, it might be an apartment, but I would assume it's that they are all in college. And the fact that they have this kind of fourth random person, no, because maybe it wouldn't, they've it wouldn't be assigned unless it was a dorm. A college can't decide someone lives it unless it's like a weird religious thing. I don't know. Maybe they just found this person on like a board somewhere, but I feel like. I don't know what her legal rights are to stay there and resign. Maybe think, she's totally allowed to just stay and make your lives terrible, in which yeah. case you guys all need to go find a new place for the three of you to live. Or in which case, just do whatever the fuck you want. She chose to stay. Yeah. Lay it all out there, but give her some dignity, even though she sounds like a real pill. Hey, Eliza, Emily, little tofu and sweetest tree frog. I've got a bit of a sticky one for you. 
I am a labor and delivery nurse that works at a higher acuity hospital and sees a lot of difficult pregnancies and very sick mums. It's just only women named Karen giving birth. Just a real difficult pregnancy. (laughs) Difficult. This Christmas, my sister unfortunately had to terminate her pregnancy for issues that she had were genetic, that she said were genetic, but hasn't really gone further. Our family is just me, her, and my mother and father. My sister and my brother-in-law have a daughter turning five this year. My parents have always been the, quote, not so fun parents, and my sisters-in-law spoil my niece. My sister had severe postpartum depression with her first, and this termination has compounded that. Of course, I was the first person they called because I have the most experience. My parents have been grilling me with questions about why this happened, how this could have happened, not to mention they're Catholics who say to me repeatedly, that little child had a soul. I'm feeling super stuck going back and forth between coming from a nursing side and attempting to get them off her back. What do I say to them? I've been trying to get them off her back since it happened, but they keep trying to figure out more details. Thanks. This isn't about you. Just be like, you got to talk to her. Talk to Kathy. You got to talk to her. I mean, also, it doesn't matter. Because you can't, you're not aborting a kid like as it was about to come out. Like, you know, they can believe it had a soul there. I'm sorry to say that your uh, religious parents are mere pawns in a much bigger scheme to keep poor people poor and keep women down, but they don't need to know that right now. Um, put it off. Be like, you just got to talk to her. I don't have an answer. And, and you you almost want one. It, it feels a little shady, but like there could have been a genetic reason. And you can, if, if you find out the re, I think you can reconcile this when you find out the real reason from your sister. However, if the real reason isn't a medical one, and she was like, I just don't want a second kid. That's hard for you to explain, but it's not on you, you know? No, but since this is like her area of expertise, I think the parents think they can circumvent a hard yeah, conversation you, with their other daughter. But, it's but there's no expertise if you don't have the medical information. Now they're asking right. you to just guess, which your guess is as good as anyone's. Yeah. Talk to Darlene. Possibly. Talk to Linda. But I think this person also doesn't want to put that back on Darlene and have these parents harassing her as she goes through this. For sure. And however, being this is about being pro-choice and you have to deal with, when you make a choice, people are going to have questions and you can deal, choose not to deal with them. But we can't be like, I had made a choice and no one's ever allowed to question it or think about it. What you can do is just be like, you got to talk to her. It was her choice and her right. That's it. You know, maybe she'll let them in on it one day, but it doesn't sound like they're the most open-minded. Yeah. It's weird that she won't tell you. So I don't know what that, what's up with that. Hmm. Who knows? Or something horrible happened. I hate to say it, like she was raped. I have no idea. But it's not your thing. If she doesn't want to let you in, there's nothing you can do for her. Yeah. Dear Eliza, my girlfriend and I, also a gal, have been together for five years, living together for four years. You hauling, am I right? She's mid-30s. <laughs> I'm late 30s. Okay. We're in love. Nothing is boring. And our dogs are our best friends. It's a traditional Here's American lesbian couple. Let's get after it. She won't marry me. We've oh. both been married and divorced, both to men. We have each other listed as beneficiaries on all our financial and health-related accounts and estate paperwork. We've planned for our future and have shared short and long-term goals. I proposed to her once before with a ring and everything, and she said no. <gasps> that was four years ago. Oh, wow. That was one year into their relationship. Okay. Well, that's normal. Yeah, I'm just giving the timeline. Okay. I haven't brought up since, but there have been times in the last couple of years she's hinted at maybe being okay with getting married. Now with the Supreme Court about to reverse Roe v. Wade, I can't help but worry about the future of same-sex marriage. Sure. I brought that up and she agreed she was worried too, but that was where the conversation ended. I'm not going to ask her to marry me again because that rejection hurts so much. We're basically married now without the legal document, so I'm confused as to why she won't take that final step with me. How do I not feel like I'm not marriage material? My self-esteem is hurting. Thank you. Love you all. Okay, so here's what you do. You say to your girlfriend, I love you very much. Make it like a nice romantic dinner. I love you very much. You maybe weren't ready when I proposed to you a year ago, but... Four years ago. Four years ago. I mean, is it... A th- why do you have to propose? Why can't she propose? I'm just saying, I think there's a power in conveying to her that like you're a person too and you love her so much. Because then she's going to be like, I promise I'll say yes. And then you might feel a little bit better about it. But is part of you hoping she'll propose? I, it sounds like this, this the the 
other girls kind of like hinting that maybe she'd be open to it, but our question asker is like a little gun shy. So I think- Say that. Just have a conversation with her about it. Like, I want to marry you. I want to propose to you. I want to do something nice. I want to plan something. I'd love to surprise you with when and where, but would it be something where you're going to say no to me again? Should I stop even thinking about it? Exactly. It's never going to happen for us. Like, I want to make your dreams come true. I love you. You know how I feel about you. And I love if you're coming, like, give her the credit. Like, I love that you're coming around to this. You've taken your time, but- it will break me if if you're saying, if I'm interpreting your signs wrong and if I do mm-hmm. it, you say no. Yeah. And you're like, it's not even the end of us, but just I'd rather, you almost would rather coexist with her and be in a relationship and not go through the heartbreak of having her turn you down for a proposal. You'd rather almost never know. So this is yeah. a key part of being in a relationship is have that conversation. You should be able to. And hopefully she'll be like, yeah. I know I'm so sorry. Surprise, marry me. Did you keep the ring or did you give it back to the to the factory? Do you, would you, if somebody proposed to you and said no, would you want them to come back with the same ring? I feel like that's fine, right? I don't know. That's, every girl's different. The same half cut yellow diamond, half carat yellow diamond on a silver band. This is what I have. Put your bony (laughs) finger. I would also, when you have the conversation about wanting to get married, I, I understand the Supreme Court making you feel like this is, it needs to be soon. I, that shouldn't be why. No, you're that's why necessarily. Like, got to do it now because we may not be ever. And she'll be like, "Great, I never want to." Don't worry about the Supreme Court thing. You've got so much time. It's just find out what's in her heart. Maybe she'll get you a ring. Maybe she's got a ring ready for you. Okay. Hi, Eliza and team. This is one of those "Am I the asshole?" questions, and I'm sorry. I know this is a bit on the long side. Oh boy. I'm a 27-year-old female lawyer living in Portland, Oregon. Loved seeing you last September in PDX. I met S, 29-year-old female, six years ago through work when we became fast friends. She moved back home to Indiana to be closer to family a few years later, and we stayed close friends. We talked and visited each other often. In the early years of our friendship, I think both of us were just starting to find our voices as women occupying space in the world. We had many conversations about things like politics, the type of women we wanted to be, and the way we saw the world, and we seemed to be on the same page. In late 2019, she met Jay, who is now her husband. They got married in 2021, and I was her maid of honor. I don't like Jay. He's one of those guys whose ego can't contemplate a woman having an opinion, let alone respecting that woman's opinion. He and his family are QAnon supporters slash conspiracy What's there to support? (laughs) Who, among other things, believe COVID was slash is a hoax. Sure, sure. I didn't meet him until after they were engaged because of COVID, and I was pretty disappointed when we first met. I tried to gently bring it up to her and mention a few of the red flags, but she wasn't having it. They were already engaged, and she was telling me she'd found her person, so I found a way to get along with them and supported them through the wedding. I flew out five times in 10 months to be there for all of her special moments. During those visits, I realized just how different S and I had become. I started to repeat things Jay had told her, repeating conspiracy theories about COVID or the January 6th insurrection. At the start, as opposed I tried to, to her. a different insurrection, <laughs> <laughs> I tried to engage her, ask questions, propose alternate ways of looking at the issue, explain how what she had said was not true or had been debunked, etc. But it was met with significant resistance and defensiveness. I had such a short amount of time with her each visit, and I was only visiting on important days like bridal shower, bachelorette yeah. party, so I didn't feel it was appropriate to get into it with her. But oh, wait, I you didn't feel it was appropriate to debunk a, consp- a loose conspiracy theory like while you're getting your nails done at brunch with champagne and six other girls? Okay, I would. I, like I heard her day. champion an anti-vax viewpoint and professed support for the recent legislation in Texas limiting abortion. Blech. It passed while I was staying with them and I came to the conclusion that after the wedding, I was done yeah. investing in their friendship. So here's the thing. S and I didn't really speak after her wedding aside from an occasional text the relationship started to phase out yep. until a few weeks ago when she reached out and told me she's pregnant. I'm excited for her and I'm also not interested in watching them raise a mini conspiracy yeah. theorist. They may sound brutal, but I'm honestly just not interested in being part of this pregnancy or having a relationship with us. We're in different places and we hold very different beliefs and priorities, but I haven't communicated that to her. Do I need to explain to her how I feel? Am I an asshole for just letting it fizzle out? I feel guilty, not because I've identified this friendship isn't going to work for me, but because she's pregnant and I think she was expecting me to be there for her in the same way I was while she was planning her wedding. I do know she's reached out more since telling me she's pregnant and I've either not responded or provided a pretty brief response. We used to talk about raising our kids together, but that was when I thought we both believed in science. 
I hate the idea of let her down, but I'm not sure it's on me to send her a long explanation. And I can't imagine it would go over well. What do you think I should do? Exactly what you're doing. Because mm-hmm. you've, you're beyond the point where you could say to her, hey, and by the way, like, People are allowed to have their own ideas, but when your ideas and thoughts and feelings limit my choices and my health, that's when it starts to become an issue. Um, It's not like she believes there should be lower taxes, you know? You do what you're doing. And look, maybe she sends you a birth announcement. Maybe you send a gift, but just keep doing it. And also, once she has her baby, she'll be so busy. And it's really great that she expects you to be there for her. She has friends. She has family. She has this idiot husband. She has moved to Indiana which could not be more different from Portland, Oregon. So just let it continue to phase out. If she ever brings it up, like it feels like, you know, you're like, oh, I'm so happy for you. Um, I just feel like we were, su- you could always say to her, like we were super close when we were younger and your life is taking you in a new exciting direction. And I guess I'm just kind of on mine, you know, but you don't really owe her that explanation. And it's so weird how women are like, what happened? Should I hold on to this gangrenous friend? You just keep on letting it fade out and she will be so busy with her own pregnancy. That's a lot of support. You flew out that much. This must be a very close friend. If you want to do the live version, I've just been super busy. So happy for you. I've just been doing a lot of community work, supporting all the causes I believe in. You can always lie. But listen... I know that we have this mandate as women that like all women are sassy with their own minds. Some women do not have their own minds. Most people don't, to be honest. But you do see this a lot where you have like a hyper, there's nothing wrong with being conservative, but like hyper conservative QAnon type person. And they start to like convert, it's kind of like a vampire, like he's turning her. And he probably talks at her about this and she's not well-informed in the first place. So she starts to believe it's real. You just kind of let her go. Yeah, especially because she wasn't talking to you, wasn't talking to you, didn't care to reach out until now she needs something. Exactly. The baby. Don't, she needs support. Yeah. So that's it. You don't really want to feel bad. And don't feel bad. Do not feel bad. Now, if she reached out and she was like, I, I thought you were going to say she's getting a divorce. And I was going to be like, throw that girl a party. But yeah, it is, it is a little selfish. That's a blessing no. that she didn't reach out because now you have a reason. Like you didn't reach out forever and then you like randomly are like, I'm pregnant. It just feels kind of like... You put, let her fly out to you. Yeah. I think you're secret. I think you're secret. With the baby. Bring the baby on a plane. Yeah. Yeah. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It happened to me. I didn't think it would, but it happened to me. I had a nasty bout of postpartum depression. Now, there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about what you're dealing with, and there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about it with someone. I definitely saw a therapist these last couple weeks because, you know, I spend my time giving advice to others, but I could use a little advice myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. I'll tell you what, when you're already stressed or anxious, the last thing you want to do is battle traffic and sit in a waiting room and get your parking validated. I'm sorry, is that just an LA thing? You don't need to add all that. You can just sit in the comfort of your own home or a chair you like outside and you can talk to someone from BetterHelp. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time. No additional charge and it doesn't hurt their feelings. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Eliza today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Eliza. When you ask someone what language they took in school, usually it's like with an eye roll. They're like, French. It's like, do you speak French? No, I don't use it. I feel like a lot of us had difficulties learning a language in school. Rosetta Stone is here to change that. It's available on desktop and it can be used as an app on your phone or your tablet. Rosetta Stone are trusted experts for more than 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with an intuitive process and you can pick up any language naturally first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. That's right. You might even fool some locals into thinking you're one of them. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. I headed to Mexico City for a little vacation, and I used Rosetta Stone to brush up on my Spanish. Just a few things, few verbs that I knew I had forgotten, and I was better. 
may whore. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Ask Eliza Anything listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash Eliza. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash Eliza today. Eliza, Emily, Snow Peach, and the teeny tiny womb goblin. She's <laughs> Please help me. I've been listening since the beginning, and I finally have a question. I hear so many wedding questions, but haven't heard this one. I'm 29, female, and live in the UK. I'm getting married this September, and I'm over the moon and cannot wait. The only issue is my parents. <laughs> they divorced when I was two, and I'm very close to my mom and not particularly close to my dad, but there's not hard feelings there. I still love him, and he's not a bad guy. We just don't have a relationship where we stay in touch much. Okay. We see each other about once a year and talk on the phone on birthdays and Christmas, but otherwise nothing. Aww. He always says he has a lot of guilt over not being there enough, but doesn't do much to rectify the situation. Sounds about right. When I was drunk, I told my mom I wanted her to walk me down the aisle and she cried and it was wonderful. And then the next day it hit me like, oh, fuck, what about my dad? Yeah. I've told him and he was understandably hurt. I'm his only daughter, so he won't have the chance to walk anyone else down the aisle. I feel awful. Is there anything else he can do on the day that will make him feel more part of the day or involved? I can't think of much. He's not keen on speeches, but I can't shake that I need to make up for this to save our relationship. I don't really want to let my mom down either and go back. I would have asked of her. Them both walking me down together isn't an option. Why? And I'd like to avoid any drama. Why is that not an option? Is the aisle not wide enough? That is the option. Because I was basically raised by my mother, but I, it would be such a, I mean, I love my dad and we have a relationship, but just because I'm closer with my mom, it's such a demonstrative thing. And it is a slap in the face. I can understand if your dad was terrible to you. I mean, you said everything's fine. It sounds like it isn't fine. Um, I think it will cost you almost nothing to do and it will mean the world to him. And I say, you just have both. What's important is that your mom is there. And hopefully your mom's the kind of woman who would understand that you don't want to look bad and you don't want to make him feel bad, that he's going to feel bad just sitting there you know, and if you're saying, again, there's no anger there or anything, and it sounds like he does love you and he just doesn't know how to communicate it. And he feels, this happens with men as they, in general, they feel bad, then they get embarrassed and then they become distant. It's just the truth. So I think there's nothing, there is no other role that a dad fulfills. Like, what are you going to do? Have him pass out church mints? Is that a thing? <laughs> no, have them both. That has to be yeah. your option. It is an option. It's your day. And if your mother loves you, she'll understand that. Yeah. Just don't even look at him. Just, you know, have her give you away. You know, first dance can, you know what you could do? I mean, I dance with my mom at my wedding. First dance could be mother-daughter dance. Who cares? Mm -hmm. You know? You'll be glad yeah. you did it with both. Yeah. Sorry. I know you said it's not an option, but of course it is. So. Right. I mean, again, unless the aisle is too small and they're both very large. Then oh, you yeah. You got, you got fat parents? Like a conga line. That's what. Have yeah. your dad hold on to your butt and you can hold on to your mom's <laughs> butt and you can just jiggle down the aisle. Kick it. <laughs> Hi, Lines and Emily. I'm trying to figure out how to tell two of my close friends that I won't be going to the camping trip we all planned on this summer. I initially agreed because I really Wait, love them I and want to spend... <laughs> this is the kind of minutiae I love about our podcast. <laughs> She's bringing the gorp, but I don't like pecans. <laughs> I do too. This is this is the questions that you Soothing, want, yeah. like you want to weigh in on because you can give an answer to them. You and know also, what I mean? Like, and it doesn't affect you, and it really doesn't affect them if you're at all. wrong. And it doesn't affect them even in their own lives. And the stakes are so low for so many of these, and like the world is on fire, and this feels like everything's fine because we can focus on bullshit. So yeah, I'm really doing a men mental health service. <laughs> what are you eating? Excuse you. What is that? I don't oh. know. She has a little fake chicken wing and every time she's eating it, I think it's something real. She has a chicken wing. Oh. Oh, nope. Okay, it's so the body I of a fly. Okay. Gross. <laughs> she does love to catch a fly. Nope, I'm sorry. It's she not a fly. She does better than my cat. It's an old carrot 
how did you think it was a chicken wing, a fly, and a carrot? The chicken wing is beneath her, is under her nose. So I thought she was nibbling on it. I got closer and I saw she was chewing too fast. Chicken wasn't moving. Figured it was a fly because I know the way she likes to chew flies when she catches them. <laughs> and then I realized, I remember there was carrot in here. I don't know. It was just, <laughs> I don't know what's, I don't, oh, turns out the dog wasn't in here at all. <laughs> I need to call 911. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I really love them and want to spend time with them, but my ex and his new girlfriend will be there. I'm in a happy relationship. However, my relationship with my ex was really bad. It's been years since we broke up and due to having mutual friends, I do end up seeing him around. How do I tell my friends I don't want to go anymore even though I initially agreed and even started buying camping stuff? My BF is not going to go as he hates camping, so I just be there solo. No <laughs> issues about that, more for content. As he is Jewish and doesn't like camping. Um, my friends know that I don't like my ex. They're on my side, but he still gets invited to things, so I kind of don't know what to do. If I don't go, I miss out on fun times with my friends. Nope. If I go, I literally have to act like nothing is wrong for four days. There will also be no cell service. Thank you in advance. No. Hey, hey guys, I know I said I want to go. The truth is, like, I just don't want to see Jonathan for four days. Uh, I just, it's, it's a little too much for me right now. That's it. That's all you got to say. And when you do is you spend those four days doing something fun with your current boyfriend. That's it. You don't have to yeah. hang out with your ex. That's so fucking weird. And you know what? It's cool that you're okay with it. You've got, yeah, by the, I, yes, that, that is mental health. That is self-care. No, I don't want to hang out with someone. I don't have a great relationship with and pretend that it's cool. In the woods. And, no uh, cell service. Yeah, it's when not, you agreed, you didn't have all the facts. Yes. So. And you, even if you did be like, I thought about it and I feel like it's just a lot and I kind of just don't want to do it. And if they love you so much, then they can uninvite him. And you're like, I'm trying, like, I, be like, I want you guys to go have fun. If it was one night, it would be different. It's just like a lot. And he's kind of a piece of shit. And I just, it's supposed to be fun for everyone. And if your friends yeah. love you, they'll get it. Or they'd uninvite you him. Guys this are is all- just stupid. Well, yeah, if you guys were all like, if it's a money thing and you guys were all kicking in on the trip, well, guess what? They added someone. So that, so the boyfriend, the ex-boyfriend can take your spot monetarily. Yeah, no. The answer is you just don't want to. That doesn't sound like fun. And at first I was like, oh, maybe she has a thing for ex-boyfriend. And isn't that? You're like, I just don't want to hang out with this person. Yeah. Yeah. Why spend a minute of your time, let alone four nights and trekking where all you have to do is talk? Yeah. You just be honest. And if they have a problem with it, those are not your real friends. I hate your friends. Mm. I do. Hey, AIA crew. I have a question, obviously. My sister and I have never been very close. We've gone through waves of closeness. There's a slight age gap. I am 30 and she's 37, which doesn't mean much now, but it was a big difference growing up. It's still a big difference, um, by the way. That's huge. Mm. <laughs> okay. Our mother passed away three years ago and my sister took it hardest out of the both of us. We both took very different life paths. I am a college graduate with a steady job and a predictable life. She has been an addict off and on Oof. and is trapped in an abusive marriage. Oof. Our relationship ebbs and flows. She will go months without speaking to me, even if I'm reaching out to her. She has a habit of reeling me in with promises of being a better sister and even better sister actions. But then when she gets what she wants or doesn't, she ghosts me again. I've finally given up on trying to have any kind of relationship with her and accepted this is who she is. Mm. The problem I'm facing is she has almost all of my mother's pictures. When my mom passed, I was an idiot and allowed my sister to keep whatever she wanted. This included pretty much all of my mother's pictures with promises of having copies made for me. It's been years and this has never happened despite me asking every time I've seen her. I've been messaging her since mid-February, asking her to just send me a picture of two pictures oh. I want. Not even actual copies, just a phone oh, picture of another so picture. Sad. Pathetic, I know, but I'm desperate. I finally sent her a message and said, if this one doesn't work, I'm going to show up and go through your pictures. I've even had her daughter reach out and tell her I'm trying to get in touch. Is it a wise idea to just show up and take what I want? This is truly the last thing I want from her. I would prefer no contact after I get the pictures Great. I want. I feel like it's over the top, but I don't know what else to do. Any advice would be appreciated. Then you got nothing to lose. And it's so fucking weird that she's being that way. Can the daughter get you that picture? Yeah, I, I understand not wanting to go and scan them in and that being like a daunting task to kind of revisit these pictures. But just be like, I need to take the box of pictures for a day. I'll scan them all in and make copies. I'll bring it back. Have the, yeah. And if the sister's being like, it's so weird. It's almost like she knows you want something. So she's just holding on to it because it's, it's not like it's jewelry. Can the daughter just be like, hey, look, which one of us isn't an addict and it's me. So say to your niece, like, give me the picture. I'll scan it. I'll return it to you. 
or just show yeah. up. You've got nothing to lose. And it's and then you'll know your sister's true intention. You'll know if she's if she's on a bender or if she's just like a giant bitch. And you can just be like, this is breaking my heart. I just want a picture of the picture. What is your problem? Yeah. Show up. Yeah, because that's... then she has no excuse to not let you. Yeah, I guess my concern would be her doing something to them out of spite. I don't think it's that. It I sounds think like she... No, don't worry about that. Get as far as you can. Get there. Yeah. Be like, hey, I'm just showing up. Bring her like muffins. Be like, I'm, I guess you live near. Be like, I was in the area. I need a picture. I don't have anything. You have everything. Yeah. And if you don't hate me, you'll let me take a picture. Yeah. And if but she, if you if you get your hands on them, make a nice copy. Don't just take a phone picture. If you get your hands on them, get what you want. No, if you get your hands on them, fucking make copies and give her the fucking yeah. copies and keep the original. And she can pull herself out of the garbage and come get them because you don't mean anything to her. She yeah. doesn't like, she obviously doesn't understand family if she's, if she's keeping these and you've asked so many times. So fuck her feelings, get your pictures or have that little kid help you. <laughs> <laughs> the little kid could be like an adult. Solve this like an adult and have a little kid do your work. <laughs> or is there a version where you show up together? Does the kid live with the mom? Like, how, can you arm yourself? Be like me and your, like, we just want to, you know, I don't know. I don't know how old that kid is. All right, let's, let's figure it out. Let me know. Don't let me know. I, I want to know. Dear AIA crew, I finally have a real advice question. I'm a 37-year-old woman married with a good career, my whole life, I've always been a no on kids, mostly due to my own crazy family dynamics. As I've gotten older and our friends have kids, I find myself curious about life with a kid. I'm around kids a bunch, aunt, and no, it's not just the highlights, aunt. birthdays, holidays, etc. I also feel like I'm just starting to be able to live the life I want, travel, focus on my health. But as an elder millennial, I would be well into a geriatric maternal age if I were to conceive, so time is ticking. No such thing. Question. There's no such thing as geriatric. I'm sorry. It's question for Eliza oh, and Emily too, if you want. How did you decide you wanted to have a kid? What are the right reasons? Not trying to redo my childhood, but also things and traditions that would be fun to pass on. Husband is supportive of whatever I decide. He's a soft no, which is great, but not helpful in terms of deciding. I don't know, Emily. I don't know how you feel about kids. I think you don't want kids. I don't want them. Okay. I okay. want a cat. Okay. I, I don't, it's never something. It's I've never, never something believed I, someone quicker. Like, I don't. That's that's good. You're clear. I don't understand how people afford kids or have the time. I always think about like, what if I wanted to do something Saturday and like the kid had like a sports game I had to go to. Sports. I don't want to do that. I think I, I, I just, it's never been like, oh, what am I going to do? I just always knew I don't. I'm too selfish. I want to do what I want to do yeah. and not worry about another person. I don't have any desire to do that. There you so go. So it was not a difficult choice for me. Good for you. Ah, see, again, we come back to the theme of choice. Uh, I, if it helps you at all, I never thought about kids, not in an anti way, not in an Emily hard pass cat way, but more in a, I'll just, it'll just happen one day. Much like mm -hmm. I just figured I would be married one day. Also, like I figured I'd be much more famous than I am one day, but two out of three ain't bad. Um, so yeah, I didn't stress about it because I just assumed it would happen and it wasn't something I ever thought about. And then even when we got married, I was like, we'll just figure it out. And then it becomes something that consumes your thoughts. Um, and you know, we did it. So it's not my love of children. I think sometimes I think we need to normalize not being obsessed with children your whole life. And then one day you're like, I would like my own. I want my own just because I'm not such an out of the box thinker that I wouldn't do it. Um, and I think Noah and I are good people and I think we could raise a good person. I didn't think too much. It's a biological urge and either have it or you don't. The tough part is you have to act on it, you know? But if you think it's, I think it is something that you want to do. So you should start looking into it. First, go see a specialist because you want to know how long that road is or if you even can. Having nothing to do with you being 37, a little bit 37, but also just your health situation. You never know what's in there. Right. What was the question? I, I think just wondering like, what are the right reasons to want kids? And it's interesting no right reason. when I think about, right, because this person is just kind of like curious, like mm, maybe I would want to do that. So is that the right reason? I don't know. It's probably better than just any other than just getting pregnant and being like, I guess I'll ride this out. Like, there's no, you know, at least you're thinking about it. I mean, I'd like to know what qualifies as right. Is right, I want to love something. I want to pass on my knowledge. I want to, like, what, what's a better right reason than another? You'll get to a point where you're thinking about it a lot. And that's when you know you want it, you know? Yeah. 
you don't have to sit there and be like, well, I won't have this and I won't have this. Cause you get, it's just a trade-off. You just become a different person. You'll know. Yeah. And if you don't know now, that's okay. Do a little bit of research, go see a specialist. Cause she could say to you, wow, your womb's a mess. You got one egg. It's on crutches and your husband has no sperm. And this is going to take a lot yeah. of money and signs, in which case maybe it's a pass. So, well, and also because it's not something you've kind of like thought about since childhood, you know, I feel like maybe you're more open to alternative options like yeah. adopting or fostering or something about else it. where you can engage with kids and support them and have a different also, kind of beginning. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Will your life feel empty without children? Are you okay to just travel with you and your husband? Is that the life that you want? Do you not want to try? Like, think about it. That's all. My answer, it doesn't matter what my answer is because it's different than yours and yours is valid. Yeah. Whatever you pick. Whatever you choose. Choose. I, I ch ch choose you. It's from The Simpsons. Yeah, it's Ralph. Okay. <laughs> Uh, top of the cob. It's the top of the cob. We're doing it right every day. You just take a bite. Top of the cob. Okay, my top of the cob. I hope I don't like steal your thunder. What? Is that Emily bought a house? Yes. I mean, I guess technically I could still not get it because I haven't closed. But yeah, my offer was accepted. So it's pretty crazy. I was nervous saving it till the end because I didn't want you to think I was a beast for not like opening the show with it. But Given how awful everything is and how real estate is getting snatched up and how much you wanted this and how much you deserve, which isn't much. No, I'm so glad you got a house and you show me pictures and it's just so great and it's a real home and I'm so yeah. happy for you. I can't wait to send you things for your home. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty crazy. I can't believe it. It still doesn't feel real. We'll see what happens. I keep just sending paperwork, sending paperwork, sending, like proving like I have money. Please continue this process. I had the inspection. Oh, A nightmare. man came and looked at everything, wrote down every little thing that ever has been or ever could be wrong. And the house is from 1983. So there's a lot, but nothing bad, like nothing immediate. Just kind of like this thing over here could be fixed. This could have a gutter put on. Yeah, this, yeah. Maybe a possum used to live in here, but he hasn't been here for a while. <laughs> but he was evicted. It's such a caveat mTOR thing because you're going to buy this house and you see all these things that are wrong. And you're gonna be like, why didn't I flag this? And it's because you'll do it on the next house. And it is a money pit and it will suck you dry. But you have a home of your own and I'm going to make you a gift basket of basic home necessities including oh. salt, pepper, and oil. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't have to get people to pitch yeah. in on it. I'm so happy for you. I am, I'm, I mean, it's pretty, I feel good about it. I guess, I mean, that's my top of the cob is that it finally, after all of, all of this uh, looking and applying, I started in February, seriously looking and had a realtor and everything. And I've put in offers on two different places. And thank God I look back and I'm like, this is the best one that I've seen by a mile of anything that I've seen. Without giving away too many, too much detail. Um, there's, mm -hmm. It's there's it's three bedrooms. It's three bedrooms, which is crazy. Uh, so I can have an office. Let me just and the office has like a little nook. Oh yeah, you mm -hmm. can have a lot of rooms. Let me just say this: it's three yeah. bedrooms, two and a half bathrooms. You have a yard, mm -hmm. and when I found out in Georgia how much your house <laughs> is costing you, I I was so angry. <laughs> and can I tell you that is because of this market and the price that I am getting it at is 160,000 more than what the guy got it for five years ago. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant that's cheap. <laughs> I looked That's at, what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm saying it was half this price. Oh. 2017. Oh. Okay. But even at this price, I was like, I could spit. And that for me is I wound up buying top, 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 top of my range. Like I was looking at, see, I was looking at about half of what I bought for and that's where I had pee in the toilet and roaches and okay. doors off the hinges. So I was like, I gotta go up. What you're um, paying for this house in Georgia, you could buy like the shittiest condo here in LA. And so I'm so angry well, that I'm being bled dry to live like an okay life. <laughs> you are. And I mean, the thing is, I was <laughs> kind of like, okay, because I got, I was like, this, I mean, this is why I moved sure, away I hear from you. California is I never could have ever bought anything there. And so. the good news is Georgia is going to force all these women to have kids. So you'll have plenty of people to help you build your new annex and lay cement <laughs> and, and all those things. Since there'll be a whole brand new workforce in about 20 years. Yeah. All right. What's your top of the cup? I mean, that's, that's my top. I'll say the specifically, um, 
I'm really excited to to decorate. And then I, because of the way that the house is laid out, I can have like a nice living room that normal people would want to sit in. Yeah. And then I can put all my movie posters in a different room that's going to have my TV. Will so you get I'll them have like framed? Classy adult room. Yeah, they're the ones, the one I put up framed ones. I'm not an animal. I'm not thumbtacking them to the wall. I have matching frames. Okay. 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 Fancy. Uh, <laughs> All right. Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> I already, the only furniture I've looked at right now is a office, as a desk and then shelves for the DVDs. It's, it's tough. Decorating is a process. Have an adult help you. Um, what's your bottom of the cup? Because mine's going to be a real mic drop. My bottom is when I got the call that I, my offer had been accepted, I careened out of this room to tell my family and slam my foot in a wall and my little toe is is broken or <gasps> sprained severely and I can't walk. And so I limped around the inspection and the entire area is black. So You definitely broke your pinky toe. And that's a shame because you were you were so active. You led such an active lifestyle. It's really gonna inhibit your weekend work. I will say, thank God I had Crocs because I could not get a I could not get a sneaker over this over this. It's such an infomart. Thank God I had Crocs. Get a sneaker over so, this throbbing toe. Yeah, so highs highs and lows. I was too amped. I then like was just crawling. Oh. Like I got the house like holding my foot. Well, now in your new house, you have so many walls to bang your feet into. I'm so happy. For, it's like I got a house. Like I'm like, how are we going to decorate it? I was, I will tell you, I was really, really excited to tell you. And I, you, I now like, that you're saying, I feel like shit because you texted me everything and I was in, no, you, and I just like didn't write back. After the initial one, you sent it to me and I, like a day later, I was like, oh my God. So happy for you though. I really, I think about your house more than mine now. Good. I need your help. Thinking about that yard, <laughs> thinking about your first party. Not let anyone in my house. Outside, the outside area. All right. I'm very happy for you. Uh, my bottom of the cob is literally any anti-abortion argument because they're all lies. And if you cite religious reasons, uh, guess what? Our Your religion has nothing about abortion in its writings. And you're just being used by somebody who's just trying to make some money and hurt people. You, it's a bullshit reason. Little bitty babies. Okay. But you don't care about the death penalty or immigrant kids or any other kids. So they've got to be an American forced birth for you to care about their soul. Give me a fucking break. Or the, it, or the woman so, that already exists. Okay. You know what? Most people listening to this are on my side anyway. So. Are on your side. It, it would, if it wasn't so horrible, it would be comical how obvious it is that they don't care about it after birth. Like it's just so, it, it's just so obvious. It's so stupid. It's so ridiculous. I keep seeing on Twitter. Can you confirm this for me as a representative? representative of Judaism that Judaism actually does have in its tenets abortion is allowed. I think it's allowed if like the mother's life is at risk and it's like, okay, we'll define risk. Uh, anything. Right. So, but also right. who fucking cares about your, they're all made up religions. So who cares? Right. And also yeah. if it's a Christianity thing, well, I'm not Christian. So why would you force your religion? I thought this was like a basic American principle is that we have a separation of church and state. So why would you force your religion down someone's throat? You're not supposed to do that. And why do they want more babies that aren't that aren't Christian? Don't <laughs> leave, ugh, us, leave try, us alone. Because we always have a chance to convert them. Um, I guess. Itty bitty babies. So, and also Gene Schmidt, Congresswoman from Ohio, go fuck yourself. I can't wait. I'm going to say that in my Netflix special we're shooting in Ohio. This woman said verbatim, verbatim, but this is, she basically, well, cause I don't want to quote it exactly wrong, but this was the quote yeah. when asked about the circumstantial case of like a 13 year old girl getting raped by a relative. She said that that woman now has an opportunity to raise a child, like a good child. With, with fins. I, you know, I hope that someone in her family gets that opportunity. <laughs> I know we're not supposed to say that. I don't know that. if you don't know if you can say that. I didn't say anything. But... Bad. All I said was, I hope someone, I didn't say the R word. I just said, I hope Someone close to you gets that golden opportunity, you fucking monster bitch. Pretty much killing, yeah. killing any chance of me running for president, but... Well, I mean, I don't think so anymore. Look at what, I know. Look at what comes out about everyone. I think so, about that. I think All right. You're safe. Bury you me. You still do it. Folks, get to those polls. Vote in your local elections. Load up on Plan B. And... Uh, oh, did you hear this fact? This keeps being shared about Plan B. Uh, not not gets less effective over 155 pounds doesn't work over 195 which i think most people don't know okay so take two i don't know all right folks don't do that i'm not a doctor if you're coming to this podcast for medical advice, don't take two but uh i i I can't i'm not a doctor this is above my i've said my piece 
I said fuck you to another woman. I did my piece. Folks. You've done your part. I've done my part. Come see me on tour. We've added so many dates. Included a show in Mexico. Very excited. Mexico. Ciudad de Mexico. Very excited for that. I learned a new Spanish word. Cuarnito, which means little horn which is what I call the little hairs that stick up in the front of my head. And uh, we added a lot of shows. Come on out and see me tape my sixth Netflix special in July, on July 23rd in Cleveland. And I'll be in Vegas a bunch. I'll be in New Jersey. I'm all over, so eliza.com slash tour. Do not write to me and say, come to my state without looking at my tour dates. Yeah, and uh, pre-order all things aside, eliza.com slash book. It's coming out in October. Also, we have a lot of fun new merch coming out. So get ready, baby. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Look it up. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.